You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 96, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about losing weight even during the holidays. Y'all, we are releasing this episode as a replay this week because one, it is super valuable. And instead of me saying, hey, go back and listen to this episode, it was really good. We're just going to put it right here in your feed. We're going to make it really easy for you to listen to this episode on losing weight during the holidays. It can be the hardest time for some of us to keep going on our weight loss journey, but don't lose hope. In fact, even if you listened to this episode before, where you already have this season, you went back and listened to it, listen to it again and ask yourself what you're going to implement this year that worked last year and then what you're going to add this year to what you're already doing that's working. For me personally, it's just a continuous learning journey and that's how I want you to think about it. So when you listen to this episode, think about what am I doing that's already working that Paige is teaching me and then what do and celebrate that, right? And then what do I want to add to what I'm doing to make sure that losing weight and then maintaining continues to be a breeze even during the holidays when you know it can be stressful visiting family or not visiting family, being alone or feeling isolated. It can be hard in your business, with your coaching, with clients, and they've got stuff going on. I just like want you to know that I empathize, but it doesn't mean that we have to put ourselves last or that we have to give up on our goal. Remember, we can keep it simple and we can keep going. Also, just one quick thing before we play the episode, I want to invite you to a webinar tomorrow. So if you're listening to this real time, I am doing a webinar tomorrow, Friday, November 3rd at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be debunking the top five myths that keep coaches from losing weight. Y'all, this information is so important. One, so that you can identify what you're believing that's actually a myth and two, so that you can debunk it. You do have to be registered to come to this webinar. So you want to make sure you go to the show notes and click that, put that into your browser and get registered. So you'll get the email that tells you what Zoom link to click so you can show up with us at 11 a.m. on Friday. And if you're listening to us even after, no worries. It's okay to feel that FOMO. I'm sure it was amazing and you can still join my email list by going to pagebowman.com slash services so that you can stay up to date anytime I'm doing a webinar or a masterclass or I just have a bunch of stuff to just give you for free. So go check out the webinar or just join my email list so that you stay in the know and you don't miss out for next time. Okay, now on to the episode. I talked a little bit about this in my last episode. Definitely go check that out. I was answering your questions about maintaining my weight loss for last year, and you all sent in so many great questions. And one of them was about 
How do you maintain your weight while you go on vacation or during the holidays? And I talked about a few things that I'm not going to readdress in this episode. And that's why I want you to go listen to that. Plus, it's such a good episode. You all sent in such great questions. But there were a few things that I didn't mention. And I really just wanted to give this topic its own episode because this is the time of year where we seem to struggle the most, or at least this is what I've observed in my life and those around me, where the holidays, especially where I live, I live in the South of the United States and food is just, it's like anything is a reason to bring out food and food tends to be the main attraction. And so especially in the holidays, you've got Halloween, fall breaks, Thanksgiving, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, and I'm sure there are so many I didn't even mention, just in a three-month period. And if you're anything like me and where I'm from, food being the main attraction, it can be hard to be focused on your weight loss goal or even just maintain during this time. So I'm going to give you four tips four things that you can do to make it easier to lose weight and or maintain whichever one is your goal throughout this holiday season. And then you can just keep coming back to this one every year. Maybe I'll even record a new one each year, but I think this one will be such a good foundation to take with you over the next couple of months into the holiday season. The first tip I have for you is to not change a thing. Whatever you're currently doing to lose weight, keep doing it. Don't change it. And when I thought about this, my first question was, well, why would you change anything? And I want you to think about that because I think that'll uncover some diet stories or diet mentality. Going back to the very basics of what is simple weight loss, and I talked about this in the last episode too, it's doable and it's maintainable or sustainable, whichever word you prefer. So that means whatever you're doing to lose weight right now, if it's doable and if it's maintainable, then that means you can keep doing it no matter if it's the holiday season or not. And if it feels like you can't, then I would question why and really get curious with yourself. What do I think I have to stop? What do I think I shouldn't keep doing or I should do instead during the holiday season, what's coming up for me there. One I hear a lot from my clients, especially around holidays or vacations is, I'm not gonna know what they're gonna have as food options, so I don't know what to plan ahead, right? If you think about the three steps, make your food plan ahead of time, write it down and honor your plan. Well, if we're talking about the holiday meal that you aren't sure what they're gonna have, that's just one meal. (laughs) So keep planning. And whenever you go to that one meal, whether it's a Christmas dinner or a New Year's breakfast, maybe that one meal, you're not sure, but you can just keep planning for all the other meals you know you're going to have during the holiday season, right? I think sometimes what happens is we kind of make it bigger in our head, like, It's the holiday season, so, you know, there's going to be a lot going on, and yeah, sometimes I'm just, I'm not even going to know what they're going to have, and I'm not going to have time to plan, so you know what? I'm just not going to do it. No, don't change a thing. Keep planning. Keep following your hunger scale. 
keep allowing urges and processing emotions. I mean, if you think about it, the holiday season is the time to make sure your food is planned ahead of time, that you're listening to your body and waiting for it to tell you when it's time to eat, that you're processing emotions. This is the time of year where you're going to have all of these emotions come up for you, right? And so this is the time of year to not change what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing to lose weight, especially if you're using those three tools that I always talk about on the podcast. And if your brain is offering you, hey, maybe we should drop one of these or all of these, just ask yourself why. And if it's because it's not doable or maintainable, well, now you know. Like I always say, so good to know. If the thing that I'm doing feels like it's not doable or maintainable throughout the holiday season, Maybe this isn't the way I want to be losing weight. Maybe I want to look into something else or I want to evaluate and see what I want to change because I can tell you I'm looking forward to continuing to plan my food and know that every day at every meal when it's time to eat, I already know what I'm going to have and that it's ready or prepared or it's in my calendar to go get because I planned my food the day before. And I'm looking forward to continuing to have this open line of communication with my body and my stomach, right? My digestive system to tell me when it's time to eat or when to stop. It's so easy to know when it's time to eat and to stop by listening to my body. And I'm looking forward to having my urge jar around and having the skill of processing emotions because I'm sure being around family and being around shoppers and it's just this time of year, whatever may come up for you, right? In my head, I'm thinking, I'm so glad I have this skill to process my emotions and to cope in that way for whatever comes up for me, because food's just not an option. So number one, don't change a thing. Number two is to be intentional. I did talk about this a little bit in the last episode of the podcast. I talked about be intentional about the things that you plan on eating, especially things that are out of your norm. So how many cookies are you going to have this season or at this next holiday dinner or celebration? How many slices of pies or bread rolls? Just be intentional and plan it. If you think about the three super simple steps, make your food plan ahead of time, write it down and honor it. You can make your food plan be, I'm going to have a slice of pecan pie, a slice of pumpkin pie, and a side of turkey. That could be your plan. The key is to be intentional and plan ahead of time so that you're using your prefrontal cortex. Now, I want to take it a step further. Yes, be intentional about those exceptions, those sweets and treats you're going to have throughout the season, but also be intentional about how you're going to take care of your body throughout the season too. This is why using your prefrontal cortex by deciding ahead of time that front part of your brain the adult brain, using it to make decisions ahead of time is so good because that's when you're making the best decisions for your body. So how am I going to make sure I'm taking care of my body throughout this time at this holiday event in this holiday season? I talked about going to the Smoky Mountains with my husband recently. I think it was on the last episode where I said that I had decided ahead of time the treats we were going to have or that I wanted to have And then I also decided that I was going to make sure we had salads and vegetables and fruits. So lots of whole foods available for us in the cabin because I knew if I didn't have those available, I would or rather wouldn't 
have options to eat foods that made me feel good. So I bought these salads, bag salads, and I bought tons of fruit for us to snack on and have as meals. So at least one or two of our meals were super nutritious, fulfilling whole foods. And it kind of balanced out what we were going to have the rest of the day. And it's not that we were always eating these other things that I don't normally eat, but I just have a sensitive body. Well, really, I have a sensitive digestive system. And so the more I can balance out any treat kind of thing I have with whole foods, the better. And since I know that and I was intentional, I went ahead and took care of us on that trip. And so that's a great example of thinking, how am I going to take care of my body? And for you, it might be making sure you're getting your walks in or you're stretching, making sure you get enough water in. That's another thing I did. I bought us this this big thing of water because I know from past vacations that it's that time where I am so less focused on drinking water, whereas naturally at home, I'm just, I'm always drinking water. But when we travel, I'm just not paying as much attention or maybe it's not available. And so this time I thought, let's just buy a big thing of water and have that available. And so I was just drinking water like crazy, which is what I love. And so That's a great example of be intentional. Be intentional with the kinds of exceptions you're going to have. Plan them ahead of time. Be intentional with how you're going to take care of your body, whether it means what kinds of foods you're going to fill yourself with that feel good or how you're going to move your body, how you're going to stay hydrated, how you're going to get enough sleep. All of these things. How are you going to make sure you take care of your body during maybe one of your busiest seasons? And lastly, we're still on be intentional. (laughs) Being intentional is, I think, one of the key things you can do for any goal that you're going after, but especially weight loss. So be intentional about how you'll enjoy the holidays. So I want you to think about what's the point of the holidays, especially when you think about it being beyond food. So even if food is the main attraction, what do you love about the holidays? Why do you celebrate them? Think about how much joy you get from the holiday season. Why is that? Is it because you're spending a lot of time with friends and family, or maybe you're spending a lot of time alone, or maybe it's that you take time off of work, or you do more puzzles in the holiday season like me. (laughs) Just thinking about what's the point of the holiday season? What's the point of the holidays? And where am I going to get my fulfillment and my enjoyment outside of food? So again, you're really taking your brain to being purposeful, being intentional. How am I going to soak up all of my celebration and and my joy beyond leaning on food as the main attraction. And here's a side note. Something you could consider is creating a new routine or a new attraction in addition to or instead of food. And this is really going to depend on you and your circumstances and your family and friends and however you do things. But I'll give you two examples. So one My husband and I do not use going to dinner or use food or anything like that to celebrate our anniversary. It's just not our thing. We celebrate it in other ways. We love spending time together and just being intentional about that day or that actually our anniversary is usually on or around Thanksgiving because we got married on Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. And so Thanksgiving is already happening. So it's just been the thing where It's just, we don't go out to eat. We don't 
make food a part of it. And maybe that wasn't intentional in the beginning, but now it's something I like. I like that how we celebrate our anniversary has to do with spending time together and just being intentional with each other rather than making it about going out to eat. And it's not to say going out to eat is not a great way to celebrate. But what I'm saying is creating a new routine or a new main event or a new point of celebrating outside of food. So you could do it instead of or in addition to food. Another example I wanted to give you, I love this company called Organize 365. The owner, her name is Lisa Woodruff, and I will put the link to her website in the show notes because she does this five-day free thing called Holiday Blitz, where she kind of takes you through these worksheets to help you think and prepare ahead of time for the holidays. And the main thing she focuses on, I mean, it's an organization company and a planning company, so it's kind of going to be under that umbrella. But the thing I like about it is she has you focusing on the main holidays you're going to be celebrating and then how you want to celebrate those and what you want to include and what you don't want to include. And then she even takes it a step further and helps you plan out those specific things. So like I said, it's a little bit more of the planning things, which I love. But the reason I bring it up is because I do it every year. And so I've gotten way better at knowing what I love about the holidays, what I like to do and what I want to participate in and what I want to say no thank you to. And it's helped me turn the holidays from less of a food thing and more into quality time and access service and building connections between my people. And so doing something like that, like here are the holidays we're going to celebrate. Here are the ways we celebrate. Maybe it's with food. Maybe it's not. And here's how I want to be intentional about celebrating this holiday this year and give it a try, which leads me into the next one, which is being the observer scientist and evaluating. Because let's say you give this holiday season a try of adding other things to your holiday celebrations outside of food. Well, if you do number three, you can then evaluate how that went. Did focusing on the reason, the real reason why I'm celebrating this holiday really help me be intentional about getting my fulfillment and joy from that reason and less about food? Did that work? What worked? What didn't work? What do I want to do differently next year? So I like to think about it. Let each holiday or vacation be a learning opportunity. I joke around with my clients that every Thanksgiving is an opportunity for me to see how well I am using my coping mechanisms or you know, my tools that I use, like the hunger scale, but mainly processing emotions and feeling my emotions. Thanksgiving is a great time for me to see how well that's doing or how well I'm doing with those things. And and then I can evaluate. And for some reason, I don't know what it is about Thanksgiving, but it's a great time for me to say, okay, this worked. I, I made this tweak from last year and this didn't work. And so this is something I can work on for next year. And if you think about it, This is just another point I just wanted to add is you can use the rest of the year to practice those coping mechanisms. And that's actually number four is to give yourself coping mechanisms to help yourself during the holiday stress. 
but you can use the rest of the year to get good at processing your emotions when you're around family or when you're around someone that you're not comfortable with or when people tell you things, they give their opinions about you. The holiday season is a great time to see where you're at, see how you're doing. And then the rest of the year is a great time to take that information and learn from it. So after January 1st, you're like, all right, so at least I know what processing my emotions is. I do know how to do it. And I was not as successful at doing it, especially during Christmas. So let me do a little eval. What did work? What do I want to celebrate? What didn't work so well? And what do I want to do differently? And what can I practice as I move into the year and have the next 11 months to practice this tool of processing emotions? And then I get to practice it again at next Christmas or maybe even the next time I'm around my family. So number three is to be the observer, the scientist, and to evaluate, letting each holiday or vacation be a learning opportunity. And then I already said number four is to give yourself tools to cope ahead of time. And I say ahead of time because this is going to be one of the powerful questions, but you can go ahead and think about right now, what tools or what do I use right now to cope? And for most of us, it's food unless you have already started making that change. So what I'm offering you is give yourself another tool or two more tools to cope with. Go ahead and pick one. Pick one to start getting good at. Pick one to start mastering and making more your go-to way of coping so that food becomes less and less necessary to cope with. And in that way, you're not leaving yourself with nothing, right? This is Paige's way of doing things. I don't know that I hear other people talk about it like this, so I'm just being really honest with you all. I don't think it's the best idea. And again, you have to hear my disclaimer, okay? This is my way of thinking about things. But if food is your coping mechanism, I don't think it's the best idea to just rip that away. It's kind of like, If that's your safety blanket, that's the thing that makes you feel like I can handle this situation. What I like to say is instead of ripping food away and making that no longer your coping mechanism, what I like to say is create new coping mechanisms and start using those and make those your go-to so that you don't even need food to be your coping mechanism. Something I like to say is food is no longer an option for me to go to to emotionally eat. So if that's the case, what am I going to do instead? How am I going to deal with the holiday stress instead of food? So I've said in a a recent podcast, I don't remember which one I talked about. Okay, that's the case. Food's no longer an option. Now, I'm still learning this new coping mechanism. So maybe sometimes I do still go to food. And no, it's not an option anymore. But I'm still learning this new tool. Maybe it's processing emotions and creating safety to feel my emotions. And I'm going to start putting that into practice. And maybe sometimes I'm still relying on food, but then I'm going to change it to 75% of the time I'm relying on processing my emotions and creating safety to feel them. And only 25% of the time I'm leaning on food. And maybe to make that just a little bit easier for you, maybe it's I'm learning how to make food no longer an option to cope with the stress, 
right? And then go, right, like we've said, go practice that new coping tool that you've chosen that you're going to start practicing. And then you really walk into, okay, food is no longer an option. So just throwing that out there, I really wanted to give you all a piece of my mind. (laughs) Usually that means something bad, but like just letting you know how I think about things and how I don't think it's the best idea to completely rip out your coping mechanism if it is mainly food. But that means give yourself another tool to start practicing with so that you have something or another way to cope with stress, with your emotions, with, you know, whatever you've got going on. And like I said earlier, in between the holidays and in between holiday seasons, you get all that time to practice. So go into this holiday season. And this is one of the powerful questions, like I said, picking the next tool that you're going to start using as your new or next way of coping with things, of dealing with the holiday season, of the holiday stress, and then start practicing it. Okay, now I want you to think about how we just went through my four tips, four ways to lose weight or maintain weight during the holiday season. Notice how little of this is actually about food. To lose and to maintain during the holiday season or on your vacations is really about changing how you relate to food and how you relate to the holidays. That means it all starts in your mind. That's why I use coaching to help myself and help others lose weight and maintain because it all starts in the mind. So when you think about or when you hear yourself think, I want to lose weight or I don't want to gain weight this holiday season and I don't want to do that again, I want you to instantly redirect your brain to, okay, then how are we going to relate to food differently? How are we going to relate to the holidays differently? Let's make that change in our mind first. I don't want to gain 10 pounds this holiday season. So what am I going to change about the way I think about food? How can I be more intentional? What tool am I going to start practicing to help me cope with my emotions as I go through the holiday season? What can I be intentional about? And let me make sure I keep doing the things that I'm doing to not change a thing. All right. So here are some powerful questions. I already gave you one. What's one tool I'm committed to practicing to cope when things get hard this season? Pick one tool and start using it. If you want my advice for what tool to choose, it would be to process your emotions. And I can direct you to the exact episode to get more acquainted with what that means and how to do it. And that is the Getting Intimate with Your Negative Emotions podcast episode, which I will, of course, link in the show notes. Okay, the next powerful question. What do the holidays mean to me? And or how do I want to celebrate the holidays if they aren't about food and if food really is just a blip on the radar. I really want you to think about if food is just like, I mean, yeah, sure, I have a slice of pie and I eat dinner, but what else is the holiday season about? And lastly, what would it look like to be intentional throughout this holiday season? Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Now go put those tips into action. Remember what I said in the beginning, you want to make sure that you're doing what's working from last year and you're adding something else. I like to add 
just have like one focus, add one new thing that will make losing weight, even during the holidays, super simple, even if it's all stressful, personal life, business stuff, coaching, all of it. And remember, you still have time to register and join us live for the webinar, the top five myths that keep busy coaches from losing weight. If you want to join us on Friday at 11 a.m. November 3rd at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, go to the show notes wherever you listen to the podcasts and click that link so you can register. Then you'll get the email that has a Zoom link where you'll join us on Zoom. All right, you all, I will see you next week. Bye.